This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles on everything you buy. Plus, get access to a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Details at CapitalOne.com. Okay, so we're in the studio. We're ready to go. I almost fell. And you just like, didn't <laughs> even try to help me. It's all part of a plot, Felix. I've just been waiting. <laughs> you didn't try to help me. I can take over. desperté queriendo ser alguien manejando sin saber. From NPR Music, this is All Latino. I'm Felix Contreras. And I'm Ana Maria Sayer. Oh Let the chisme begin. We better have some good chisme today, Felix. <laughs> okay, and we will have great chisme because we're presenting new music, some new releases from the last few months or so, and we have a whole list of stuff that we're going to go with. And what are we listening to right now? Oh, well, thank God, Felix, for starting off on the right note. I'm going first. We've got Agosto from Brati. So, Felix, I feel like we've been saying for a while that it's melancholic summer. Like, for the past few summers, we had Un Verano Sin Ti, we've had all these moments of, like, sad, reflective, which, you know... We, we vibe with that. We're all about the sad, reflective, melancholic tracks. And Prati, our classic Mexican bedroom pop girly, really went all out on the melancholic summer pop track. I mean, I love hearing this from her. It's just bumping along, reflective, got this minimal production under her. The thing that struck me the most, Felix, I don't know if you noticed this opening line, me desperté queriendo ser alguien manejando sin saber a dónde iba y quién era, pero sin querer volver. Which translates to, I woke up wanting to be someone driving without knowing where she was going or who she was, but without wanting to return. Like, okay, let's sit with that thought, Brati. Like, that really got me going, and I just love, she does some really interesting creative lyricism, and this is a gorgeous example of that. That's a great way, great summer tune to keep this going. Nice call. Okay. Uh, Don't sound too excited, no, Felix. No, because I'm, I'm, no, <laughs> I'm thinking about how it mixes perfectly to the next track. This is from a guitarist named Dario Acosta Taik. He has a great new album called Acostango. It's a rumination of like seven original tunes on tango mixed with jazz. And it has the same kind of summery vibe, believe it or not. We didn't plan this, but it has the same summery we vibe. We never plan it, Felix. <laughs> All right, check this one out. This is called Selva Nina. Dario Acosta Taik is from Argentina, and, and while he comes from a country with rich musical traditions, he's become known for pushing and expanding those traditions, 
And then he made a full tango album. That's what this is, okay? Fully embraced the sound he grew up hearing. The album's called Acostango, and it's seven original tunes that incorporate jazz and showcases a bit of the improvisation of a very defined tradition, but also his own touch. Again, Acostango, the artist is named Dario Acosta Tyke. Check it out. track Felix the change in tempo there was really it just like kind of keeps you gripped a little bit the whole time and I love a song that does that like makes you think I haven't seen honestly I think seen or heard music quite like that since I saw Mabe Frati in Mexico really yeah it really took me back there just like the whole improvisational jazz experimental thing is really cool and you know for for many years it, like if you were uh, a Latin musician here in the United States and you play jazz it had to reference back to the Afro-Cuban tradition which is rich and glorious in its own but within the last I don't know 20 maybe 25 years there are a lot of other musicians who are pushing their own ethnic backgrounds right their own cultural backgrounds from Argentina from Colombia from Ecuador from all over and it's mixed with jazz and uh, this guy is one of those musicians that is pushing that envelope so yeah be on the lookout for that okay your turn what's up all right big pivot Capita. so you know Felix Caliucci's yes We've got a new track from her with El Alfa, with JT. It's called Muñequita. This one I was really surprised, excited by. It's definitely moves quicker and has higher energy than a typical Cali track. But the fact that she brought Dominican rapper El Alfa and then JT coming from a totally different space and put them on this track together is just like one of those next level mind blowing what is happening in Latin music things that just kind of, I don't know, it keeps us all on our toes a little bit. It's really exciting to see and uh, she's gotten pretty dynamic, I think. I mean, she has one of the most unique voices. It's true, just point blank out there in, in the bigger pop Latin space right now. And she just continues to really collaborate across spaces, which is awesome. <laughs> I like that you're bringing in music that is so different. <laughs> we could not have pivoted harder, Felix, from this that is, last track. Yeah, we're going to do it again, okay? Hold on to your hats. Check this song out. This is a track called Amor Astra, and it is by a guy named Eric Hilton, and the vocal is Natalia Clavier from Argentina. 
Eric Hilton is one half of a very, very influential band here in D.C. called Thievery Corporation. And they're more like a collective. They have all kinds of musicians from all over the world here based in D.C. For many, many years, at least a couple decades, they were touring the world doing all kinds of really cool laid back almost down tempo electronic stuff and natalia was the, the voice of that for for many many years and now eric hilton is what like i said one half he's got a great new record out called corazon kintsugi and natalia is the lead vocal on it and this is where this is from This is exactly what I think of whenever I think of them. It just gets better and better with these guys. You know, Felix, I do love a smooth vocal. And I was going to make a joke. I don't have many, but I was going to make one <laughs> <laughs> saying that you had picked almost an identical song to Kali because they were so different. Haha, <laughs> very funny. But I would almost argue that there is some intersection here. I feel like... The vocals on both, the vibey, smooth energy. Like, there is a synergy around someone like Natalia and Kali. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And it speaks to, you know, I hate to keep doing this, but it speaks to, you know, that big umbrella we call Latin music. There are interconnected pieces, even though the music is so different. Mm -hmm. Right? There's a, there's a thread, okay? Take notes. There'll be a quiz at the end. Okay, <laughs> let's see. Let's keep going. Your turn. What do you got? Okay, so my track is coming from kind of like new cumbia artist Estevi and, of course, our man Cuco. And the name of this song is El Paso. This a Mexicano Pride show, but also like a little bit to make it a Mexicano <laughs> Pride show. Cuco and Estevi, I never would have guessed pairing the two of them together. Obviously, we've talked about Cuco La. Estevi is brand new. She's coming out of the Southwest. She's got this really cool cumbia vibe. This song is actually coming off of her upcoming EP called Cumbia Licious. I am Ooh. so obsessed with that name. I'm like, how has no one done that before? Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah, she's a total icon. She's very cool. She's got the whole, like, they're calling her, like, the Gen Z cumbia pop queen, which I love because it's kind of happening adjacent to a lot of this, you know, regional Mexican stuff we've been talking about. More on that later. But this is, like, her really carving her own path, I think, in a different space. It's cumbia-specific, and it sounds really nice. Like, it sounds pretty straight ahead, but with a little bit of a flair to it. I love it. It sounds very cumbialicious.
Okay, speaking of collaborations between an artist and one of our favorite artists, you know, most people would think of percussion and drums when they think about Cuba. But pianists also come to my mind because the piano, the Cuban piano tradition is rich and it has an amazing historical backstory. And I've covered it on the show many times because I'm such a fan. Alfredo Rodriguez is one of the many younger pianists to come from the island who very much musically illustrates that the piano is classified as a percussion instrument. Did you know that? Within the orchestra, it is. I definitely didn't know that. Well, the Cubans definitely make that real. And when I say a collaboration, his new record, he's got a single out. It's with our friend Sima Funk. Great new track called El Llamado. Check this collaboration Got you dancing in the studio here. That's, right? I'm always dancing in the yeah, studio. Yeah, that's true. Felix. That is true. <laughs> you got a point there. You know, I met Alfredo back in 2011. When he was just starting his career. Since then, he's made music that expands the tradition in a very straight-ahead jazz Afro-Cuban way and then still, as you can hear in this one, moves deep in that very cool, deep groove Cuban piano tradition. And Sima Funk, man, everything he touches seems to turn to gold, right? I know, seriously. You heard me audibly gasp when I saw his name. I was like, <gasps> yeah. and it delivered, 100%. You were so right about the piano, yeah. 100%. It yeah. comes in in this like, incredibly beautiful percussive way. It's amazing. It's like carries so gorgeously. You can't not dance to this. The name of the track is El Llamado. Alfredo Rodriguez has an album coming out called Coral Way, and it's coming out in a couple days. Something to look forward to. The whole album is great. I've heard the whole thing. to Alt Latino. We're playing new music. We'll be right back after this break. This message comes from NPR sponsor Alienware. Upgrade your gaming tech now during Alienware's summer sale event and save on select next-gen gaming tech like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor. Visit Alienware.com deals. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. When you book through Capital One Travel using the Venture X Card, you earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights, and you earn unlimited 2x miles on all other purchases. Plus, receive a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com switch. I'm Rachel Martin. After hosting Morning Edition for years, I know that the news can wear you down. 
So we made a new podcast called Wild Card, where a special deck of cards and a whole bunch of fascinating guests help us sort out what makes life meaningful. It's part game show, part existential deep dive, and it is seriously fun. Join me on Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts, only from NPR. You are listening to Alt Latino from NPR Music. I'm Felix Contreras. And I'm Ana Maria Sayer. And we're playing new music. Well, I'm really excited about this next track. I guess so. <laughs> It's called Mi Viejita, and it's by Apache as well as Neblina and El Black. Bachata, let's go. <laughs> Listen to that. I know, right? Very nice. La mujer más hermosa del mundo ya se me está envejeciendo. El tiempo volando, carrucas saliendo y sus nietos que siguen creciendo. No puedo quejarme, más bien le agradezco porque de ella vengo dichosa que soy de poder ver sus años de oro. Gracias, vida, porque a mi lado la tengo. Okay, who are these guys? Apache, right. Nelina, and... So, they're all Venezolano. Apache is a pretty big, pretty sick Venezuelan rapper who is our new friend, Felix. He came in the other day for a little performance in the office. Can't say what yet. Not yet. Not yet. But you were asking me before we taped, oh, what about Apache? And I was one step ahead of you. I brought in a track from him today. This is so cool to me. Them rapping over a bachata beat. I mean, it's like, I honestly can't really think of times that I've heard that. And it flows so gorgeously. He is such a master of blending hip-hop beats with traditional sounds. And he's been around for a while, bringing a lot more, like, protesty style music to Venezuela. And this one's a bit of a sweeter topic as well. So I really love this one. Okay, so as the theme seems to be today, I'm gonna the next track that I'm gonna play is surprisingly very similar, but in a, in a different way. Okay, okay. this is just here. Let's let's just start it. This is called Yame Voy by the Mexican Standoff. <laughs> Listen, hear me out, okay? Because I hear a connection in the, in the passion of the vocals mm -hmm. and in the way that it explores a little bit of Mexican folk tradition. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let me explain. First of all, the name. 
you know how in a movie where there's a bunch of bad guys and everybody's pointing the gun at each other and one guy moves and everybody's gonna off each other, right? That is known in cinema as a Mexican standoff. And that slightly twisted, slightly subversive approach to music is exactly what this band is all about. It features three vocalists from Southern California, Fernando Ulibarri, Ali J, and Nancy Sanchez. I've played them all on the show here at some point or another over the last 13 years. Each is an accomplished vocalist in their own right. They got together to react to some of the adverse social climate during the Trump era, okay? And they were using music to make statements. But it's extremely musical with great vocal harmonies, great lead vocals. I'm a big fan of the band. And they told me that they're working on an album with two very high-profile Mexican folk and regional musicians coming in the next year, Flaco Jimenez and Los Tex Maniacs. So they're stepping up their game, bringing this great, great concept to a full album length, and you just can't go wrong. I really, really like these guys, and I like what they're doing. I thought it was super fun, Felix. It very much gives that energy that the name and the story and all of it kind of carries. They, they do something really fun with this. Last track of the show, what do you have? All right, so I schemed myself an extra track, Felix. Yes, you did. I noticed. <laughs> In case you didn't notice. I'm bringing in off of the new Danny Lux album that is not out yet, Ooh. but will be at the end of the week. So, yes, you're all very lucky. A gift for you. This is called Como Te Lo Explico. Te sueño despierto y mi corazón solo se imagina cantarte canciones de amor. Ah, Felix, <laughs> our sappy sireno king, Danny Lux. You know, we cannot have a new music show without talking regional. It's the genre de mi verano, maybe de mi vida, and he just blends the genre so well. It starts kind of pop, and then it kind of like sits back into that 12-string beat that's really the backbone of the song. Like the piano, the guitar, the bass, they all feel like they're pulling kind of those same slides, those same beats that they would in a pop country track, and I found that so fascinating. Because we talk about this genre and how it is like, there's so many parallels to country music and there's so many parallels both culturally and sonically to country music. And I feel like listening to him do this song, it, it feels like it's like that marriage. We're like seeing this synergy, the, the alignment of these two genres and almost like this person that is like slightly peripheral to the movement, very much a part of it, but he's not doing corridos tumbados. So it's like, he kind of has the opportunity to play a bit more and showcase that alignment, which I think is really interesting. And as we've talked about, 
And this is an ongoing conversation. It's part of our ongoing conversation about Mexican regional. There's always been a historical tie between um, Mexican regional, Mexican music, country music. It goes back to Johnny Rodriguez in the 60s, like even before that. Because if you're living in Texas, you're listening to both, right? You're speaking English, Spanish, you're listening to both. This is a really good example of how it sounds now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, it's not new. Like the marriage of Mexican-American culture being represented sonically like this, it makes a lot of sense. Okay, and another topic on the Mexican regional scene, Yaritza su esencia. Oy. Okay? Talk Felix, a- we do have some chisme today, huh? Okay, so talk a little bit about that. All right, so you have Yaritza y Su Esencia. They've been doing some press, talking a lot, doing some interviews. They're all pretty young, Felix. We know this. We've spoken with them. They said in an interview, basically, that they didn't like Mexico that much. They thought the food was better in their home of Washington State. And people really freaked out about this. Sí me gusta, pero no me gusta cuando me levanto, como me estoy durmiendo, porque se escuchan como los carros y las sirenas de los policías y todo. Pues a mí la neta... Yo estoy aquí como por más tiempo, pero okay. um, no me gusta mucho la comida aquí. Me gusta más de donde, donde, donde vivimos. Bueno, fíjense que el grupo Yaritza y su esencia los han de haber estado escuchando porque están en el ojo del huracán. ¿Qué hicieron? Pues ahí van y hacen comentarios negativos contra México. They were talking about being cancelados and, you know, everywhere canceling them. There was a very, very strong reaction to their comments. And you know what? There is precedent. And it reminded me of years and years ago when Selena said something similar. She did a press conference in Mexico and she couldn't speak Spanish correctly because she wasn't raised Spanish. And she got a lot of grief for that. And, you know, it touches on sensibilities of cultural interpretation of Mexican culture on either side of the border. It's interesting because, again, you do have people celebrating that in-betweenness all the time. We have artists all the time writing songs. I think about, like, you know, Ni de aquí, ni de allá, and that comes up all the time in, in so many different tracks. And so there's almost always this tension of both celebrating that sentiment when it's brought up almost, like, in the right way, but then being really prepared to attack it and be critical when it almost feels like it's an accident and it's just like an honest accidental representation of that identity versus like someone explicitly being like this is something I'm proud of like join me in that you know mm-hmm. yeah everybody has an opinion you know I'm, I'm cutting I'm cutting them some slack <laughs> you cut that. everyone's slack feeling well, that is true <laughs> but is true. I would agree with you there yeah. I mean you know you're only as good as your last record man so and their last record was great and they're about to go on tour <laughs> They're about to show that, in fact, there are people out there who still admire and respect them and want to hear them because their Southwest tour is very, very busy, if not sold out. Yeah, it's an ongoing story. And we are an ongoing story, and we have to bring this to a close. You've been listening to All Latino from NPR Music. Our audio producer for this episode is Janice Yamoka. Our editor is Hazel Sills, and the woman who keeps us on track is Grace Chun. Our head-in-chief is Keith Jenkins, the VP of Music and Visuals. I'm Ana Maria Sayer. And I'm Felix Contreras. Thank you so much for listening.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Lagunitas Brewing Company, challenging the status quo and crafting stories along the way. Featuring a wide range of innovative craft brews and non-alcoholic options, it's good to have friends. Learn more at Lagunitas.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Dignity Memorial. When your celebration of life is prepaid today, your family is protected tomorrow. Planning ahead is truly one of the best gifts you can give your family. For additional information, visit DignityMemorial.com. On this week's episode of Wildcard, comedian Bowen Yang says you don't have to feel bad for falling short on mindfulness. I get in my own way by, like, over-privileging the present. That's so interesting because everyone wants to be in the present. I feel like being present is overrated. I'm Rachel Martin. Join us for NPR's Wildcard podcast, the game where cards control the conversation.